Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 76 of the Between You and Me podcast. Today, we are talking to a church in North Carolina. I believe North Carolina has been in the news a lot lately, but in any case, these guys are really cool. Get ready to meet CB Worship. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome to this episode of Between You and Me. My name is Jess Morris. I am an Aussie journalist and expat when COVID isn't happening. And I am delighted to be here today for the podcast where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. This is a place for you to come if you want to find belonging. We put aside political divides. We talk about the things that matter, like racial unrest, like taboo topics like mental health, all the stuff that for a lot of us has sort of been swept under the rug for years. Welcome to the table. Welcome to this community. Today, we are speaking with an upcoming church band called CB Worship. And don't just roll your eyes because it's another church band. One, this is what we do. We talk to people about music. Two, these guys have a really interesting story about what it actually means to create music for your church without looking for fame. It's really fascinating and these are good people. So I'm excited for you to hear from CB Worship, the musical expression of Crossroads Church in Benson, North Carolina. It's fair to say a lot has been happening in the world in, I was about to say the last few weeks, but this entire year, um, and it, it feels impossible to be able to talk about everything uh, and to pay, to, to give the attention everything deserves. I know that there are natural disasters going on at the moment. I know that there are, there are multiple lockdowns happening again all over the world. Um, throw in Christian culture, and we had this discussion about Carl Lentz a few weeks ago. Everything is big right now. And then in the middle of that, we are rushing towards the holiday season and rushing towards Christmas. It's all gone very fast. And then in my life, I literally actually just moved house. So I I had no idea what to expect in 2020. It wasn't this, but here we are. My hope is that today's conversation in the middle of all of this, whatever you want to call it, uh, that it helps you to find common ground and to love your neighbor. If you have a complicated relationship with the church, big capital C, um, my hope today is that you meet Matt Williams, a worship director at CB Worship, and Lorena Whitley, a worship leader, and that you meet people that you feel like you could be really good friends with in real life, people who tell heartfelt stories and have really funny stories about how they met their spouses. And and uh, my hope is that you meet them and feel some camaraderie with them, um, that you feel like you'd be welcome in their church, even if you haven't gone to church in years or have never been. Because I think at the moment, we we have so many differences and and that's okay difference is actually good when we can celebrate it but at the moment in the world it's dividing us uh and and when that is on top of everything else it's heightened to a really really scary place for a lot of us um and i know that that takes on a whole new meaning for people in different countries people who are part of different minorities. So today, for whatever we can offer you for this hour, I hope that you make some new friends. I hope that you feel like you belong here. And I hope that there is there is some a little bit of healing today, that you know that there are people out there um, and who want to love God and love other people well. So you're going to hear a short bio, and then we're going to go straight into my conversation. This is CB Worship. CB Worship, the worship expression of Crossroads Church in Benson, North Carolina. Now I know what you're thinking, another church making music? How is this one different from the rest? Well, please give this crew a chance because when CB Worship just started out, that is exactly what they were confronted with. In a world of Hillsongs and Bethels and Jesus cultures and elevation worships, worship director Matt Williams was flabbergasted when God told him to start writing music for the local church. 
It was a journey and one with hits, misses and a notorious video on worship leader fails. It's hilarious. But it resulted in the formation of a sound and a message that was unique to CB Worship. It resembles the heart of their local church. And when Matt began working with other worship leaders in the church, including Lorena Whitley, it resulted in songs that encouraged the congregation to embrace their differences and come together under the banner of Jesus. Their first EP, It's Just Rain, released in 2017 and featured the single Trust in the One, signalling a shift in their artistry. It made way for their 2018 album, Heaven's Anthem, a collection of live recordings which included a rendition of Bethel's No Longer Slaves. Come 2020, and there are big changes at Crossroads Church in Benson. In the middle of a global pandemic, social unrest, racial tension and political division, they have also had a shift in church leadership which as we know in the church world is mind-boggling complicated stuff. So where does this leave the worship team? Well, as the unifiers, of course. CB Worship's EP, Every Melody, Every Harmony, shows a refreshed determination to point people to Jesus. Their lead single, Speechless, dwells on the majesty of Christ and invites people to bring their baggage to him and leave it at his feet. While songs like Worth the Crossed and Washed by the Blood remind us that Christ died to save all people everywhere. I spoke to Worship Director Matt Williams and Worship Leader Loretta Whitley about the EP and how it has become an instrument in their church as they navigate all the changes of 2020. My friends, get ready to meet an eager, creative and sincere church bands and just generally good people who want to love God and love others really, really well. This is CB Worship. Who are you and what is CB Worship? Gotcha, yeah. Um, well, my name is Matt Williams. Um, who, who am I? So that's a loaded question. Um, but, <laughs> um, but I am officially the worship leader, the worship director um, of our church, Crossroads Church in Benson, um, for, for us, because where you are in the United States of America. Um, and so for, for us, CB Worship is... is our outreach to the world um, through what God has been doing through the music ministry here at Crossroads Church. Um, it really got started because um, all of a sudden one day I was, I was listening to a sermon um, in, in one of our church services and I felt the, you know, I've never really heard the voice of the Lord clearly except two instances. One was when he told me to marry my current wife, obviously. Um, he was like, that's the one. And I said, great. And, um, and we've been happily married for two years. And, um, but the second time was when he said, I want you to write music and initially going, okay, but I have no idea how to do it. And, um, just kind of asking God, like, why me? Just, yeah, no, nothing special. I know there's, um, Hillsong worship, Hillsong United, people that I listen to elevation, Bethel, Jesus culture, all these great people, um, people I look up to, um, and based my ministry around and just realizing, you know, just, I, you know, what do I have to offer? Um, but you know, with all that, it was a calling from the Lord and just realizing I need to be obedient in everything that he calls me to do. Um, cause I don't want to end up like Jonah or <laughs> anybody else from the Bible that wasn't obedient. And, um, so I, I pursued the calling. We started writing with a couple people and they were awful. Every song was just like, <laughs> like you, <laughs> you might sing it for like a two year old or, uh, you know, something. <laughs> and I just, uh, in realizing, oh, maybe, maybe God was, he, maybe he messed up talking to somebody. Um, you know, like, uh, just, just realizing maybe I don't have what it takes, but then we, we, we wrote a song called trust in the one. Um, that Lorena sang on on our live album um, a couple of years ago. And when we wrote that one, we realized, okay, actually, we might have something there. It was the first kind of successful song for our church. I remember sharing it with the church on a Sunday. People really gravitated towards it. And um, really, I started hearing testimonies by it, you know, people being drawn to the Lord because of it and trusting the Lord because of it. And then realizing we might have something there. So we realize that, um, you know, when people hear a song at church, they want to know, where can I find it? Where can I listen to it throughout the week? And so we knew we had to start recording some things. And um, so for the last couple of years now, we've been recording projects here or there and um, just adapting the name CB Worship, CB or C for Crossroads, B for Benson, our city, 
And, um, you know, and, and we're here today and on this podcast for some reason, but thankfully the Lord that we're on it. Um, and, you know, just, just to be able to do this, uh, this outreach ministry, like I said, I'd really just feel like it's just an outreach from our church um, because music has such a special way of, of communicating to all different types of people in different, different uh, areas of their life. And, um, you know, Lorena will tell you, you know, her, her country of origin and how I know our music has reached a lot of people in her, um, her native lands and um, how special that is. And, you know, it, it's just, it's been a dream. And um, Andy Rogier from Vertical Worship, um, I once was able to talk to him and he, he encouraged me with this about just music, you know, wherever your music can go. He said, your music is just a boat, right? You, you set your boat in place. And then when you pitch your sail, let God be the wind to take it wherever it's going to be. So we're a smaller church and obviously we're a smaller market for CB worship, but we understand that God told us to do it. And if he just wants to read a certain amount of people with it, that we're, we're at peace with it. And we're excited about all the great things that he's doing and all the people we're connected with, like you, Jessica. And, um, Man, what a what a blessing it's been. Um, just can't can't say enough about it. you get involved in CB worship and in the church? Okay. So uh, it's kind of a long story. Yeah. So I, just, I have to make it short. Uh, well, I'm Lorena Whitley. Um, I'm actually from El Salvador. Um, the crazy thing is that when I was like 12 years old, my parents were sent as missionaries from our home church in El Salvador to Nicaragua. So I was 12 when we moved to Nicaragua. That's in Central America. Yeah. Case. yeah. <laughs> Um, I've watched Survivor, and that's the only reason I know. Sorry. Okay. Perfect. So it's right there, yeah. Yeah. We moved to the city, though, to the capital, Managua. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we're there. And then I've known of Crossroads for years because every year we would have different mission trips. And Crossroads started going there, and they kept going and going. So I've known you know, our pastor and the family and some people from, from here because of that. And then one year, uh, a guy from Crossroads just went to the mission trip. And then I don't know how it happened. We just started talking and he told me I was wife material during that week, which freaked me out, by the way. He's the boldest guy I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and he came back from that trip. He's a, he was a college buddy of mine. Yeah plays the drums here at the church and he said he said I I, I met my wife and I was like you're insane just get out of here I know. I'm hearing both your stories I feel like I'm missing something somewhere in my life and I'm like what's the step here <laughs> so please keep going so yeah and that's how it all started we started dating came to the states for the first time I mean, before we even started talking I've never been to the states before so and he's like, just come over for the summer. I was like, it's not that easy. He's like, just get your visa. Call. I was like, oh, okay. So I came, 
uh, July, October. Then we got engaged that same year in December. He surprised me in, in Nicaragua. Um, and then we got married the following year. So I moved here to the States in August 2016. And then, um, yeah, and then I had to plan a wedding in less than 90 days, kind of like the 90 day fiance show. So uh, we had to get married before the 90 <laughs> days were up. And then we got married in October. And I mean, everything we moved and everything we got married, I've been part of Crossroads. And um, I don't know, I always wanted to just be involved. And for some reason, I don't know, I guess some people told you I sang and everything. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I remember, well, actually what I remember is that I moved here on August 18th. That was a Thursday. And then Matt just told me like, hey, you want to sing for Fuse, our, our youth ministry next week? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, <laughs> we're going to have like an audition or whatever on Monday. And we did that. And I remember the first song I sang was Wake by Hills oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we started with the click track and it, with the click. And I was like, okay. So we did it. And oh my goodness, it was like nerve wracking. But I loved it. And I was like, okay, we're good for every Wednesday. I was like, okay. So that's how it started. And then serving on Sundays and just one day Matt was just like, hey. So we have some songs for CB worship and this and that. I was like, oh, okay, this is the big league. So okay, for, at least for me, it's just, I don't know. I just felt really blessed and everything. So that's how I, you know, started. I've always been involved with Crossroads because that's this is where my husband has always been for what, eight years now, maybe? Yeah, as long as I've been here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and that's how I got close to Matt. And, and now people think we're related siblings, that we're siblings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just a dark hair, you know, or whatever. Black t-shirts. Black t-shirts <laughs> and you see us on stage. We yeah. have, at, at my church, everyone, but when we could go to church, we would all turn uh, up dressed very, like, the same. And we just call them matchies. We'd all just turn up on a Sunday <laughs> dressed in a chat. Matchies. So weird. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I realized, that, that's your brother. I was like, uh... Yeah, brother in Christ, but might as well, you know. We don't tell people We're wrong not, anymore. Uh, just exactly. Go with we it, might just. as well be. But to say on her behalf, Lorena just, you know, one of her greatest accol- accolades, I think is the right word, or, or something, know, traits, good. right, characteristics. Um, she just has such a passion for ministry and for worship, you know. My dad was a pastor. Her dad was a pastor missionary. Um, so we both are PKs. Yeah. You know, she was an MK. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so I, you know, I realized I, I, I knew a lot about her just because of where she grew up, how she grew up. And, you know, like she said, I kind of I saw her grow, you know, in a certain way. She became one of the better worship leaders for us at Crossroads. And just knowing that like, I want her a part of the projects because of, one, because of just who she is. But, two, it's like how special it is. It, it is to have somebody of a different culture on, on the team with us. You know, I think that was just important for me because I don't want it just one culture. I want to bring in other cultures. So when I, when she gets a chance, I tell her, please sing in Spanish when you, you know, and, and do this or do that. Cause we need that, right. We need to hear what other people, how other people are singing these languages. And so hopefully one day we can do an all Spanish uh, album. Be but awesome. It'll be, it'll be mostly her. <laughs> <laughs> I won't know what's being sung, but I will definitely. Yeah, yeah promise exactly. you. That would be awesome. Just yeah. beautiful, still. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Come on, church. Let's sing it out. Are you a creator? Do you like creating fancy slideshows for church? Or maybe you're a videographer, a podcaster like me. Maybe you just love creating things and you need amazing stock music or videos to fill the needs. 
That is where Soundstripe comes in. The team at Soundstripe are world-class musicians who have hired world-class musicians to create stock music without all the loopholes of licensing. Simply subscribe and you can select what track you want and license it as many times as you want. It's a great way to support artists and create world-class content. We love our friends at Soundstripe. We have been partnered with them since the first episode of Between You and Me, and we are so grateful for their support. If you would like to use their content or check them out, go right now to soundstripe.com and use the code UMEPOD at checkout for 10% off. That is the code UMEPOD at the checkout, and you will get 10% off. You're welcome. Hey, it's me again. Big surprise, I know. But you know what I love? Nearly equally as much as good music. I love a good band tea. And I love a good nostalgic band tea, which is why I'm a big fan of the Between You and Me web store. If you head there right now, you will actually find that we have throwbacks to some of the most iconic Christian musicians and plenty of ammunition for the next catch up with the friends you survived Christian college with or who also survived being a PK with. Go check out our t-shirts, our hoodies, our masks, because that's a thing in 2020, and even our phone covers or notebooks. We would love you to take home a piece of Between You and Me and remember wherever you go that you belong here, that you are a part of a family of misfits and worshippers and questioners and people who apparently like nostalgia. Go and check it out now at our website, betweenyouandmepod.com, and hit the shop button. Um, so the single from your EP is Speechless. Yes. Can you tell me what inspired the song and like how your church came to a point where this was the message that it needed to sing out and to hear? Mm. Um, you know, I don't know how other people come up with songs or how the Lord speaks to them. Um, we as a staff, um, Lorraine is our, what, what's your official title? Media director. Media director. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I work for Crossroads Yes, too. she does yeah, work on staff. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so she's our media director. And, uh, so as a staff, we always meet every Tuesday morning, um, and we pray together. Um, we just set a time, set aside about a couple hours and just pray for our church, for the prayer requests on our hearts and all these things. Um, and then we bow at the altar. Um, and it's just such sweet moments. And, but God speaks to me more in through that than I've ever really heard him in anything else. And so with all that, Sorry, somebody just walked in. Hey, what's up? Um, you can cut that part out. <laughs> and, I get it. It's church life. Please keep going. <laughs> um, so, excuse me. So, at the altar, um, really, really just felt the Lord just reminding me of all the good things He's done. Um, you know, because I, I was praying out loud and I was just saying, God, you did this, you did this, you did this. And also, my heart became so full. And I was like, I feel like I'm about to burst with just like adoration. And then the Lord reminded me that there was a passage, you know, that in Psalm 77, where um, he says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work I, and meditate on your mighty deeds. And just that, that passage calling us to say, you know, we, we, we need to remember the things that God has done, right? Because that's really how the praise happens, because normally it's really hard to praise God in the middle of anything. But we normally praise him from what we know. Of him. And so, you know, so I had that kind of welling inside of me. But then, you know, leading worship a couple times, um, as a worship leader, you know, you always want to, ha- you always want to know what to say, know what to do in any moment. And we got done, I, I don't even know what song it was, but I went, I knew I had to pray or do a flow moment or something. And all of a sudden, I was just like, I was like, I was like, what am I? I just remember talking to the Lord God. What am I supposed to say? Everyone's staring at me. Like it's such a, to me, it felt awkward, but I'm sure everyone else is just like praising the Lord kind of. Um, but I realized I was like, wow, I'm speechless in this moment. Right. I feel God's spirit moving around and I really have nothing to say that can add to it. Right. That's, that's just how beautiful and majestic God is that he's, He's literally rendering me like there's no there's no word in my language, her language, anyone else's language that can capture the beauty of, of the presence of the Lord. So, you know, just whenever something like that happens, I'm like, oh, we have to sing that. Right. I was like, that has to be. So I just wrote it down, um, started playing on the guitar. Um, 
And so I messaged my buddy, Will Vines, who is also another worship leader with uh, CB Worship. Um, we have four. Um, Kylie Arp is another one. And so I, I hit him up with the chorus. And I said, what do you think? And he, he really liked it. And so we just started uh, sending voice memos back to each other. Um, and we just all of a sudden this song came together. And, you know, one of my favorite lines out of it was, um, you know, every melody, every harmony is our offering to bless your heart, kind of reminding us that, yes, praise is the, is the obligation for us. But then when we realize when God does approach us during our praise and worship, like, you know, what are we truly going to say other than like, we love you, right? Thank you, Lord, kind of, kind of everything. So um, I still remember the day we shared it with our church and I was always nervous when we share a song because, you know, like I said, we don't have the brand name of Elevation or anyone like, feel like you do graves in the garden or something. Everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, Hill, or Hillsong puts out something and automatically everyone's like raising their hands or, yeah. uh, <laughs> So when we do something, um, it's always like, okay, like God, I just, I want you to just communicate to them just the message that comes across. And I remember doing it. And I remember when we finished the song, there was, I think there was just a silence. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, there was a silence in the room and immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, but then I was like, wait, what was the message of the song? Right? Yeah. And then I just remember God poking at my heart, prodding at my heart, saying, no, this is what, this is what you just sang about. We're speechless. And, you know, and then further, you know, furthermore, I've just heard a lot of people, you know, every once in a while I hear people humming the, the melody of the song and, um, and then asking what, where they can listen to it, you know? Oh yeah. 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 You know, yeah. for us, it's like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, so then being able to record it, um, you know, my produce, our producer, Nathan Wright, he really captured a beautiful tone to it. Um, and just to just to share that song. And I remember my dad, he's, he's he loves music so much. I remember when I sent him the song, um, I always give him a sneak peek just because he's special. Uh, <laughs> and um, but just to hear his hear his comments back of just like he's like that. That means so much to me. And um, just just knowing, like, man, that, that like that rocked my world. Just knowing that, and you know, and and of course we have Stephen Curtis Chapman back in the day when he wrote his his speechless, and that always has been big for me. Yeah. Um, so that's that's probably a, a big uh, help with that idea. Um, he kind of really put that idea in my head. So um, for our church, speechless is definitely a, a special song, and I think we're trying to capture that idea of, you know, praise is a number one priority, right? We, we say worship is non-negotiable here at Crossroads, but we're going to realize that there's, there's times we don't know what to say and that's okay. Right. Just spend time in this presence, right? You know, Psalms 46, 10, I believe, um, be still and know that I'm God. Right. So um, yeah, it's just, we, we love the song. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing your passion for it. I can tell it's such an organic um, part of like your church as being like your heart exploding. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what, that's what like a church um, expression of like a church should be. It should be straight from what you guys go through. And I think that's what makes it special, you know, with all the hill songs and elevations of the world. That's what makes it special when you work from your heart. Cause people can tell the difference otherwise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leave me speechless 
going through your like media analysis thing um and one of the one of the descriptors that they talked about with your with your worship team was that you you put a modern twist on your worship music um and I wanted to ask you guys about that in terms of what does it mean to stretch your creativity when you're writing songs for your church but without leaving like your theological base behind because I think there's a there's a fine line between artistry and theology and when it's like so how do you guys sort of create that music and sort of hold both both in both hands if that makes sense Mm. Uh, that's a great question I think it was just like we go directly to scripture you know um like I know for you when you're writing you just like reading a scripture or something right. and then it just hits you rather and like oh I think that should be a song you know <laughs> and that's how you start and um the other day we got together because we're trying to work like we're work, working on a song uh I'm not gonna say the name because I'm not sure what the name's gonna be but uh, I mean it's just we just started working but then I was trying to not make it sound cool, but make it sound relatable mm. to our youth because it's technically going to be more of like a yeah, youth, more youthy song, youth, yeah, yeah, youth song. But um, trying to make sure that yes, with kind of like the slang or the words <laughs> that the youth uses, but at the same time make it like the integrity of the song and the message to be read there because um, ultimately we want for these songs to point people back to Jesus and um, maybe someone might not listen to a, a certain type of, I don't know, genre or song or whatever, just because that's not their thing. But if they listen to it and they, they start actually singing and pay, paying attention to what they're saying, they're like, oh, wait, this is talking about Jesus? Is this talking about me? Like, like what is this? You know, so that's kind of like what you said. It's a really fine line, but we want to make sure that we're basing it on scripture, that we don't get out of that i don't know what about you yeah yeah so you know um that's definitely you know if we're if we're not theological or you know or if we're not theologically correct in our Mm -hmm. songs we're wasting an opportunity Mm -hmm. um i believe there's always an opportunity to share um about the cross about god's love about even some deep you know parts about the bible Mm -hmm. um and so she's exactly right you know normally it's it's from a psalms i'm like oh yeah we need to sing about that um, but you know, the modern twist really comes like, yeah, you know, Lorena was kind of writing down some words. Like she, did you have like gold record or something yeah. like God's love is like a golden <laughs> record or you know, kind of, I was like, no one sings that. <laughs> um, but you know, I think the biggest thing for us is we do realize there's so much song. There's so many songs out there and not, not to be like that, but I, I don't want to be just another blip on the screen. Um, let, let that song be, you know, I don't want to write somebody else's song, you know, or just recreate the wheel. Um, and I know that every idea has been, is out there. So it's not like we're, we're trying to recreate anything, but there is a market for people who don't know Jesus. Um, and I think, you know, especially working with my producer right now, our producer, um, Nathan, again, um, young man, and he just has a, he has a good ear for, for, for all kinds of music. And so I kind of gave him the permission because our music was kind of fitting the worship style, which you think if you're a worship team, you need to, you need to match the worship style, right? Builds and (laughs) easy chords. Um, But he started, he started getting super creative. We have a, we have a song right now that's not out that um, we think is going to be pretty big when it comes out. Um, It's called Covered. Um, And he, (laughs) He just um, he puts these random drum hits and just like this this this, this modern sound. I wish I might send it to you just just. To, I would love you know, to hear it personally, it. and I'll just hide it from the rest of the world. Yeah, least. yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's just tapping into a different you know different place. I've heard you know Bethel has their sound, Elevation's grabbing their sound, Hillsong you know they've been around forever, so they're grabbing their sound. I know I keep bringing them up. That's because just that's who we're looking to. Right. Yeah. Um, they're, they're paving the way for us. Just like Chris Tomlin and Matt Remond did a couple, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and so they have their sound. So we had to go, all right, what's our sound, right? What's going to, what's going to, why would people want to listen to us? We're, we're small. Why would they want to give us the light of day? Basically mm-hmm. they can listen to anyone else. 
And so it, it really is about kind of capturing maybe some different kind of synth noise that normally you wouldn't, or maybe there's a random instrumental in there that you normally wouldn't. I think a lot of times we're scared of instrumentals in, in churches because we always feel like it's a concert or people are just standing there, but we want people to know like, Hey, we're, you know, praising can be the whole body function. Like start clapping, start praising. If there's just, you know, what does Psalms 150 say? Praising with the loud clashing cymbals, all these things, the clapping hands, all these. Um, and so we, we're just trying to do different things, right? Be experimental. And sometimes it's not super great, but um, a lot of times it's just, it's tapping into a new thing. You know, when the Lord says sing to the Lord, or when the Bible says sing the Lord a new song, we really just want to create a brand new song that we think no one's really heard of before. So, um, but we ultimately know what is, what does Paul say in a lot of his, in his letters in the Bible? I, I just point people to the cross. And that's really just what we want to do is point them to the cross. Um, that is the power. Um, that really is ultimately, but, um, you know, I, I have some family members who don't know Jesus. I know Lorena does as well. And so it's like, for us, we put them in our minds when we're trying to write music as how, how would this song reach them? You know, so it, it hits home for us. And how can I reach them through this song? Um, is it a different chord? Is it a different sound? Is it a different, you know, God gave me like a song, um, just writing out the title. Uh, the song is called Melody of Grace. You know, what if grace was a was a song, right? Or, or, an, or a melody, you know, how sweet would it sound? How beautiful would it be? Um, you know, it's talking about that there's an orchestra of mercy, like elevating my soul kind of thing. And just just painting a picture for people. So, um, yeah, I think just teamwork keeps us accountable as well. Yeah, to make sure that we're not drifting away from like the main thing, and the main thing is Jesus. So, teamwork, makes teamwork, and, and different. <laughs> we brought it up different cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Wanting different people's input in everything and different places and um, situations. So, thank you, Lord. Your wounds have set me free Despite my flaws Your grace had rescued me And human standards Cannot define this love It is measured by Jesus' blood On top of And my heart was worth the cross God of eternity You even thought of me And said my heart was worth the cost I have a few random popcorn questions for you But before Here we I, go, popcorn Before <laughs> I get to that, I do have one question Um and I ask this as an Australian. So we'll see how this flies with you guys. Um, the church in America is in a really weird spot right now uh, mm. in the sense that it's really divided and you get people in different denominations, but also even the same churches being like, yeah. Um, and I wanted to know how worship in your church keeps you guys on the same page. Like how do you overcome those differences to find your common ground and your common belief in Jesus Christ? Mm. You know, I feel our church one is going through a bit of a transition. Our lead pastor in June announced that he's not retiring, but stepping away to a different venture. He believes God's calling him to step away. Um, And our student pastor, who's, who's very mature and wonderful, he's going to be the one stepping into the role um, as lead pastor, Pastor Chris. And so we're super excited for that. Um, but you probably know with transitions, there's divisiveness. And so even dealing with all this mess in the country, you know, with the, with the, with the political side, with racism debates and all these things, now we're having the transitions. Of and and showing COVID. And COVID, yeah. Oh my goodness, what a year, right? Um, so dealing with all that and kind of realizing, yes, like, Louis Giglio once said at a passion conference, um, God doesn't speak a language. He speaks people. And, and he also speaks to people through music. And so realizing like we do have, once again, we do have an opportunity to kind of 
to blend things together. And so what I think we had to come to realization was as a church, I think we were expecting people to be perfect when they walked in. And I know for me, I had to repent. Um, I repented on a Sunday saying like, look, I wanted you guys to be here. And sometimes you're, you're down here. And so we took a Sunday and we were just like, we stripped everything away and we're like, this is just me and my acoustic guitar and we're just going to sing to the Lord. And it turned out to be the most spirit filled moment. And, um, you know, realizing we had to kind of reshift the culture to be, you know, if you have baggage, don't leave it at the door, bring it in, but then leave it at Jesus' feet and walk away from it. We don't want you leaving it at the door. We want you coming in with it and, but leaving it here, right? Don't, don't, don't leave with it. Um, and so realizing like, we just need to let people be them. Um, because I I have to be me. I have to bring my, my worries, my, my faults into the equation. And so I can't expect them to be perfect just because, because I'm not perfect. And, um, you know, we have, we have younger crowd, we have an older crowd. And so we had to, obviously we have to do a lot, a lot of hymns to please the older crowd. We got to do some more youth songs to please the youth. Um, but it's always just communicating from the stage. It's like, it's not about what we sing. It's not, or excuse me. It's not about how we sing it. It's about who we're singing to. And so just every Sunday, just it's, and it's a challenge, right? Every Sunday, just having to remind them about Jesus. Jesus is on the throne. Jesus is on the throne because there's a lot of people in our area that's scared about who the next president's going to be. Um, you know, still half of our, our congregation is still not coming in, you know, to, to church right now for, for valid reasons with COVID and everything. Um, everyone is experiencing that. And, um, you know, and also just the, the racial divide that's happened. Um, a lot of people have taken a stance. We've had some people leave. Um, some people really take another kind of side of it. And I think that that's just going to help when we, we emphasize cultures, right? We once did a, a Spanish service um, with the, Lorena kind of leading the way um, with everything, um, obviously. Um, but I knew for me as a white male growing up in America, I thought it'd be good if I sing a song in Spanish. So actually I learned do it again in Spanish. Um, most difficult thing I've ever done. Um, but I was like, they need to see that I'm, I want to be part of their culture too. Like I want to accept that. I want them to know that this is a home for them, right? The church should be a hospital for sinners. You know, it's, it shouldn't be a, a, you know, this, um, this hotel for perfect people like we want it we want to see healing in this place so it's just i I don't know you know once again my brother is far from the lord right now and anything that i want our church to do i want to make sure if he walked through the doors you know would he interact engage with jesus that day um so that's kind of where we have to go to but what would you say i would say i mean we know that music brings people together um and so when and we try to make a point with our congregation that worship is not just singing you know worship is bringing honor and glory to god with everything uh, that we do think or say with everything in our lives so the singing part is just a part of the worship so um like i said music brings people together so that's a way that we can all connect like us personally each individual but we collectively just sing and also as to who we're singing to and why we sing is not just because we have to. You know, it's because we get to because of Jesus and because he already paid the price. Now we, we get to worship God because there's nothing, nothing that we can do to ever pay that back. You know, so it's just like it should be an overflow of just thankfulness and uh, for who he is and. So like you said, like from stage, we try to communicate that and just remind them because, you know, we all know that people that have been to church, they know, we know that. But, you know, when someone is encouraging you from stage, like any of the worship leaders from su- on Sundays are just like, you know what, you're right. And it hits you. And then when you hear when you hear the other people around you sing it, it just like encourages you and just brings this feeling of unity that we're all singing to the same God, and we're singing these prayers. Because, you know, worship songs are ultimate prayers. Ultimately, they're prayers. So, and sometimes people don't know how to pray. Sometimes people don't know what to say. And um, and then you sing it, and then when you go through the week and something, 
happens to you or you're struggling with something, you can remember the lyrics or the prayers you were singing on Sunday with other people. Um, I, I know that happens to me. Usually on Monday when I'm coming to work, I don't know why, but I, I actually caught myself doing this yesterday. I'm singing the same, one of the same songs that we sang the previous day. You know, uh, I, was yeah. actually, I was actually saying Christ be magnified. Uh, by the glory, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I was just dreading this unconscious. Like, I'm not doing it intentionally. I just started saying, I was like, why? Like, that was weird. But then it's because we sang it the previous day with our church, with our congregation. And it's just, I don't know, it's just something different. When you do it collect- collectively, yeah. it just brings unity um, through that. Yeah. And just, you just got to be raw with people. Mm. Um, as long as they know that I'm, I'm weak, foolish, and stupid, but I'm here worshiping Jesus. I think anyone else has the permission to just do, you know, just um, just do their thing, do them, as, as well, I guess we say sometimes. And, um, you know, you talked about passion. I know that if I'm weak in a lot of areas, but if my passion can, can come out and worship, I feel like that can be um, effective and actually uh, uh, magnetic. So um, just being raw, you know, I think, and, and Lorraine does a great job at that. You know, she's very relatable um, from stage. celebrating the live album uh, that came out two years ago so uh in between the night like the worship set there was a video that was being played oh it was our anniversary yeah, night it was anniversary. Anniversary, church anniversary worship night there was a video you know about our pastor and like how church started crossroads started um and then the whole band we were supposed to do like an acoustic set so all the worship leaders all the singers were supposed to sit on stools in there um, the thing is that I thought I had enough time to go to the bathroom. Oh, you pulled so, <laughs> everyone was in the green room waiting to come out. So uh, the thing is that I was like, oh, I for sure have enough time, you know. And then as I was going to go to the bathroom, I see that the video is just ending. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, I have to be, I'm supposed to be on stage right now because we're about to sing. So I, I run back to the stage, but in order to go behind the stage, you have to go through a door that has a coat. We all have a coat. And I'm like, I'm trying to open the door, but it would not open. I'm like, it's not opening. It's not opening. I'm like, I'm freaking out because I know they're about to start. And then I, I, I'm like, oh, it has a coat. So I 
start putting in the car and go in. And then I just see everyone, like the stage is completely dark because they're waiting for the guy to fire the click so that we can start singing and the lights come up. It's been about probably 30 seconds to a minute. Of just darkness it's and just silence. Darkness, darkness, silence. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So, and I'm like, Matt's going to kill me. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm ruining the whole set. She's the one that has to start singing. And She's I, the first I'm one like to sing. It was, it, was a, it was a medley of our songs. Exactly. And she was the first one singing. So, and I just walk out and I literally could feel everyone. Like it was dark, but I could feel like everyone was staring at me. And I just come out and sit down. I didn't even want to look at Matt. And Matt's like, well, I think we all know who that was. <laughs> so let's just start. Everybody give it up for Lorraine. I was like, like clapping and shouting. I'm just like, Ugh. so I got to say that. I mean, it ended up being great, but I can't believe that. Happened. Yeah. I cannot believe that. Uh, we shared that the other day, didn't we? This that yeah. comes up a lot recently. Um, for me, I mean, do I've been leading worship here for about eight years now. I've been leading worship for, I guess, 15 ish years total. So it's like, I'm sh- there's a billion songs I, or a billion stories I can share. Um, probably the most recent one. I actually sent it to the Instagram. Uh, you know, the Instagram uh, worship fails. Yes. Um, yes. I actually sent it to them and it was so bad. They put it on their story. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I was playing piano for the, the beginning of the service and the end of the service. And um, for the beginning, we were playing Break Every Chain. I started on the piano. And then the end of the service, I shared a song of mine, but I, I, I didn't want to play in the key it was. So I trans- put, the, put the transpose button on and played a different key. So first service, it went great. Second service, I sit down at the piano and we start the click is going. And I, I, I open the service in a beautiful prayer, just like, yeah. God, move, God, come in. <laughs> and like, you felt the spirit already moving. People are like, I am ready to worship. And the pad comes up, the intro, and a three, two, one. I go to hit the first chord, and just, I was like, <clears throat> and I have recording on my, well, I record, the camera is right on my face. The live stream, everything, and my face immediately goes like, <laughs> oh my gosh. and then i play the next chord and i was like i'm literally shaking my head going what i'm looking at my fingers like what am i doing wrong and like it's a it's so awkward and then realizing oh my gosh the transpose button is on and so i press <laughs> it and then it goes back to the key i think it's the key of d we're supposed to be in and just like and i start laughing just like but i i just kept trucking through so the camera, camera took off my face for a little bit because yeah. it just saw me just making a bunch of faces and all of a sudden it's to zoom back in. I'm just going, I'm just shaking, smiling. And I'm like, there is power. <laughs> of all songs. Yes. Yes. Right. The one song everyone knows. And so, you know, I, I sent to worship fails and they, I was like, you have to, have people to have to see this. It's an amazing thing. You know, <laughs> There's, there's been so many others, though, of just like, um, I think I wrote a song, and as soon as I went to go sing it, I immediately forgot the whole thing, and, <laughs> and, it, and it, was, it was just me up there. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like, I had to go to church. I'm going to walk away because I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so, um, well, there's too many yeah, there's too many. <laughs> you have it all together, but no. And sometimes uh, people don't even notice. You know, we notice, and we miss That's up, the hardest but... part is like, oh, say, I'm that bad. You don't even notice when I'm that bad. <laughs> would you give yourself knowing what you know now? I'm going to let you start. (laughs) Yeah, put me on the spot. (laughs) I would say uh, just be obedient, I guess. Um, And God's got it. 
I mean, the crazy thing is, um, I did this half shit with this girl, um, we've been friends for a while, and we, I, I know everyone does it, but we actually do, like, your word for the year, mm-hmm. and um, she told me hers, and we wrote it down, and actually, mine was obedience, mm-hmm. so that that was actually mine, and I was like, I, I mean, I had no idea what was going to come up this year, but I said obedience, I'm going to be obedient in everything, even if it's hard, so, um, and then all of these things happened, and now we kind of have, I've, I've been stretched in obedience, you know, with things that we want to do, but we shouldn't do, and things not going our way, so I would say probably that, and just, like, trust, mm-hmm. trust God with anything, I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, gen- January 1 feels like five million years I ago know. <laughs> just, yes. you know um i would like give my left arm just to have our full congregation back together worshiping and everything which i know it'll come but man i miss it so much um but if i had to go you know go back you know and, and tell tell myself that day i think i would tell myself fall more in love with jesus than you ever have before because god well yes you'll need it um but god exposed something in my life that I was, I was leading worship, but I was really, I was worshiping leading worship, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it became an aisle for me. And I really got exposed that because when he took people out of the room, immediately, I didn't know what to do. Um, and that's embarrassing to say as a, a worship leader, but I, you know, cause you had to got to talk to a camera now and you're like, eh, okay, everyone stand up. And, you know, I felt like, the passion I feel when people are in the room, you know, immediately it was like, it was gone. And so, but then God was like, why can you not worship me? You know, he's like, am I not the audience of one that, that happens every time? And so he re- he exposed it. And I, I, I'm dread that people have died. I hate all this mess that happens in this year, but I think I've grown closer to the Lord than I've ever had in, in, in every, any year of my life because he ripped everything away. Right. He, he took what I thought I needed. Um, and so once again, if I'd go back, I say, know that he's all you need, right. You know, he's the only thing that's going to satisfy you because when people do come, they don't worship the way you think you're immediately like, that was just the worst set, Um, you know, kind of, you know, (laughs) it's like, Oh, people stink and just, but now I really, when we, when we lead a set and people maybe not necessarily respond the way I want, you know, I can, I feel still excited and joyful because I'm like, that was my offering, right? Mm -hmm. God was the one I was singing to. I pray that he was pleased, but it wasn't for anyone out there. I pray they were engaged and, and they respond, but that's not for them. And so just to remind myself that you're not leading, you're, you're ultimately, so our, our, our main goal for our worship ministries is just pointing people back to Jesus. That's all we, we care to do, right? If they never notice who's on stage, that's exactly what we desire, um, as long as they see Jesus. And so just telling myself, remember, you know, who called you to this spot and remember who you're singing to. So um, I hate to say that I ever got to that spot, but, you know, thankfully there's Thankfully, there's grace and mercy every morning. So um, just, you know, that, that, that's probably what I would say. So that's a great question. Though. I haven't really yeah. thought about it. No one's asked it to me, thank God. So good. <laughs> <laughs> guys, that was awesome. Is there anything that I've missed or anything that you wanted to talk about? Um, just, uh, you know, if anyone's interested in listening to our new EP album um, called Every Melody, Every Harmony, um, there's six tracks and, um, they're all, I, we really, we really think these songs are special. Um, you know, the title, the first track heaven's anthem, that's kind of a reimagined of a song from a previous album. And just, um, Lorena sings a cool bridge on, is it the fifth track washed, um, our, our version of nothing but the blood. And, um, you know, so she, it, she sounds great on it. And, um, yeah, no, we, we, if, if anyone desires to listen to it or give it, give it a shot, we, we thank you and, and pray that God blesses. Yeah. And um, so be on the lookout though. We're, we're hoping to do um, some more projects moving forward. So oh, yeah. um, as long as the Lord wills it and, and allows it. So yeah. um, these things aren't, aren't cheap. So we're realizing that more and more as we <laughs> go forward. 
it's tough. So, um, yeah. yeah. Is there anything, did I miss anything or you feel good? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I just feel blessed because we are a church in Benson, North Carolina that I never thought I would be living here yeah. in a million years, you know? <laughs> When I think about it, I come from like thousands and thousands of miles away and I'm here and it's, I love it. I just, I love living here. I love the people. Um, it's completely different culture, but I feel like it's home. So I'm just excited that even we have the chance to put our music out there. Um, not just because it's our music, but because all these prayers from our team, from our congregation, uh, from the people around here, and then they can be available to everyone else around the world. I have friends in El Salvador and Nicaragua that have listened to it and they love it. And sometimes they're like, um, "So, what can we listen to it in Spanish?" I was like, uh, <laughs> "We'll work on that." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm already doing it. Like I'm just doing the shower thing, and I try to translate at the same time as I'm singing it, and that's kind of challenging sometimes. But I was like, oh, "I have to write that down because then I forget." Yeah. So, but I'm excited. And I think if I can have one last word, I'm, I apologize if we're going long or anything, but just, you know, we are uh, technically maybe in the world standards, a smaller size church. I mean, we're, we 500 to 600 on average. And I pray that God grows us if, if he wills. Um, but the fact that we are putting music out there, I think I, I hope can be um, encouraging to anyone else who feels the calling to write music and to share that ministry with anyone. Because I mean, if we, if we can do it, you know, literally everyone else can do it. I feel that because like I said, I'm just, we're getting by, I think with whatever, you know, God's really one kind of making everything happen. But I just want to encourage anyone that, you know, like what, what Lorena said, be obedient. If he's calling you to something, he's going to get you through something. Um, you know, because he's calling you, he designed it. He has that purpose for you. So, and, and, bless it. and bless it. Yeah. And even if it's for one person, right, he cares about that one person and he wants you possibly to minister to that one person. Um, you know, cause we know that heaven erupts in a festival when one person gets saved. So we know that God cares. He left the 99 for the one. So even if you feel like you're, you're insignificant and you don't have a ministry that really would reach, I promise God has somebody that he wants your ministry for. How good was that? I had so much fun with Matt and Lorena. They were so lovely. I loved their stories. They were hilarious. Apparently, I need to rethink the whole journey of however, however one finds a spouse. I don't know, but their stories were hilarious and fantastic. Um, so thank you guys for bringing your energy, for bringing your fun, for being like, you just let your guard down. And I felt like I was meeting like fellow churches. We're just like connecting. We're like, hey, how's it going? Meanwhile, we're talking about your new EP. Um, so thank you, Matt and Lorena and your entire team. I really respect you. I really am grateful for what you were doing. Um, and thank you so much for letting us share your story, share your music on this platform. It's a privilege and I am so glad that we can champion you, your legends. My friends, if you would like to connect with CB Worship, go and do that now and let them know how much you appreciated hearing their story and their honesty. You can find them on Facebook and on Instagram at cb.worship. Their website is crossroadsbenson.com and all those links will be in the show notes. You can also pick up their EP, Every Melody, Every Harmony, now on any music platform. Their single Speechless is also available. Now that lockdown has finished in my area of Australia, we're going to start pushing episodes back as to normal, so every two weeks. So in the meantime... If you haven't caught up on previous episodes, go and do it. We had some, we've had some super fun ones, some really meaningful ones. Go and check out our previous episode with Ke'eron the other week where we talk about chronic illness. The same with Jamie Jam Goshen. Um, we have a whole lot for you to listen to or to re-listen to. And we will be back in two weeks with a new episode that I can't wait to share with you. In the meantime, please make sure that you connect with us on social media so you can stay up to date with what's going on, with new releases. Just go and check us out at Between You Me Pod. You can find us on the internet at betweenyouandmepod.com as well. And check us out on all your favorites podcast platforms and if you haven't hit subscribe yet or rated us would you please just go and do that it means that as soon as the new episode lands it's in your inbox that is all i have for you this week thank you my friends um i can't believe that we are nearly in december 
time is weird. 2020 is just bizarre. But hey, here we are living it. Um, glad that we can do life together and that we have hope. I will see you in two weeks. Here's to hope. Just to be with everyone